Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The last day that we're all together, so Pete's playing all the old stuff. Club going up on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Emptying out the drawers, if you will. Yes. That's right. So who's the board up the last day you don't know? Not sure. They better bring it. Well, they're not going to because they don't know the show that well. Oh. So Mike's going to have to do. I'll have a lot of stuff organized from the day before preset. Double duty. Oh, okay. Mike will be in there. Is he, is he qualified? Running yes. around. Ran the board for three years before coming here. Oh, did you? Two for years. who? Doug Gottlieb. Oh. Okay. This is a very important program, that Doug Gottlieb show. It was. It was on television. A lot, oh, that's right. a lot of yeah. stuff going yeah. on with that Gottlieb show. So did, he knew what he was doing. Did he Did he know you existed? No, he didn't. I not. didn't think so. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's mm-hmm. the way he rolled, huh? Mm. Yeah. So I've been trying to get Mike to host with me on the 28th. Yeah. But he cannot crack our boss. No. Nope. I don't know what the big deal would be. Tough nut to crack. I don't know. I, it's just... It's a holiday week. It's we weird that a, I'm even doing the show. Yeah, we gave him an audition and everything. We thought uh, he, he passed. Yeah, I, and I don't know if Eric heard that. Did he hear that? I think he did. We he asked him. He did. Yeah, he said he, he heard did. it. He complimented you. So I, I said that. whenever they announced the new show that I would I'd do a show on the 28th with whoever the new guy is. I was thinking whoever the new host was. Like yeah. the, the whoever's going to be in this chair here, I would do the show with that person. So I don't know if that's going to work out. But if it doesn't, I mean, Mike, just one show. All the abuse he's gone through. It, I mean, it was warranted, though. It was it was of his yes. own volition. Some yes, Brian. The majority of it. Yeah. All of it. Just Find don't walk around it. and randomly abuse people. They asked for it. So I'm going to be doing, I guess, what is it, five? Five more shows after today. Mm-hmm. So three of which the rest of this week will be with Andrew Filipponi, who does CBS Sports Radio weekend shows, midday host in Pittsburgh at my old station, one of my good friends. So was he doing his show after yours? No. Oh, he, okay. He came here, and he's going to be here, I guess, tomorrow. Well, maybe tonight, and he's going to be doing these shows, and that's it. So oh, wow. And then, that's a good friend. Well, yeah, it's a nice opportunity for him. So. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a, a cool experience. And then the 29th, of course, will be our last show yeah. together. So the 28th is still open. So, I, you know, I could do it by myself. Bogus is off that day. But that's a little lame. You know, morning show, you need more voices. I did a weekend show by myself for a long time. It's that wouldn't be. I mean, it'd just yeah. be a little bit on the Well, Mikey B's side. going to be here, right? He'll be here, yeah. Well, just talk to him the whole damn time. No, he's <laughs> no, got to be He's got. He can't do both. He's got to be here. It's gotta, a vibe. He's got to be a guy who's in the studio well, you and have, actually host the show. You still have a number of days to work the boss over to make this happen, correct? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of tired of trying to work him over with this one, though. Yeah. You know, it's it's got just when you run into that brick wall over and over again. He wants nothing to do with me on the show. He really doesn't. He doesn't. He wants nothing. Yeah. So he doesn't like you either. 
don't know if he doesn't like me. I don't think no, he, he likes my on-air he likes presence. Him. Oh, he he likes him. Oh, he does. doesn't like me as a host. He doesn't like you. He already gave Sean Marash like 50 shows. So he's thinking, I can't do this again. I can't open the floodgates. How See, about you have Marash sit, sit in with I him? I thought about it. Oh. But then that would make Mike That little, would depress me. That would make that's him upset. That would, well, that Mike, you know, sometimes you just have to take the pain, man. You know, <laughs> That's fair. No, I get that, and I wouldn't. Yeah. I, would, I would come in here and do my job. I wouldn't, but just internally it would bother me. he doesn't believe in you as an uh, on-air talent, maybe someone else will. What are you doing here that's in a, this building? Okay, maybe they won't. <laughs> that's a good point. No, I, I understand how it works. What about Coop? Think we get Coop to oh, do a full gosh. show? Uh, he talked to, to me him. this morning. I st- I don't know. I don't know. I'm right yeah. two feet away from the man. I still don't know what the hell he Enjoy said. Enjoy your family. <laughs> I do not know what he said. Yeah. And then Calhoun. I saw Calhoun for the first time in a long time today. Standing up, mind you. Oh, That's wow. You saw him standing he, up. He was standing up. Uh, never, uh, his legs do work. Calhoun, I haven't seen sleep. It's always Coop who's sleeping. I've seen both because at the I same think, time. I think Calhoun goes to a secret room to sleep. Oh, <laughs> I've seen both sleep at the same time. It's all the way. <laughs> goes to a secret room. Because when I get in in the morning, he's not there. Now, today I had to go back to my car to get my headphones, and he's there. Well, I think he's taking a nap somewhere else. Well, why? I mean, why doesn't he just – he can't come in at a certain time in the morning? You think he's here all overnight? He could come in at like 4.30 or something. I, I believe he has the same hours as Mr. Coop. Okay. And he, can't uh, I leave guess Coop a, alone. I guess it's a bad look to have both guys sleeping. <laughs> yeah, you hear that? I've seen both once again for the third time, knocked out. Really? Same time. And you usually yeah. get here very late, so I'm surprised. early, and they are gone. <laughs> yes. I was... Coop and Calhoun both drooling behind the desk. Yep. Uh, well, I... I <laughs> <laughs> the big old tucker. So you the man. Elrose. Stay out. Devin Elrose, and... stay out. Devin in Arkansas Uh-oh. on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Devin? Oh, not much, man. I just thought I'd call. I, I go on vacation. I come back, and I hear you guys are going to go off. Not going to be together anymore on the air. I just thought I'd say, hey, I remember when you guys had 20 Twitter followers. <laughs> and now we have 25. It's amazing how much we've grown. Well, you know, you got to have a goal, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Certainly. Well, listen, we appreciate that, Devin, and uh, thanks for calling this morning. Hey, no problem, man. Gio, I don't know if I can go all the way with you uh, on some of that Minnesota stuff, but I like your uh, – your uh, Pittsburgh uh, comments about the, the Patriots winning and uh, Geo and eh, Texas. Yeah, okay. It's on the map. <laughs> <laughs> you you probably stuck in Vietnam, aren't you? <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Devin. The best part about Devin's call was he called you Geo as well. Mm-hmm. So I was obviously having a big impact on his life. Damn, did he? Yeah. He goes, uh, he goes Geo and Geo. Block his number, man. <laughs> you know how the folks from Arkansas are. Right. Uh, so I didn't even really think about this so much until PDB brought it up, but it really is sort of ridiculous. That they retire both of Kobe's numbers last night in a game against the Warriors. Aren't you supposed to do do that type of stuff in a game where you're going to beat the opponent? Homecoming. Yeah, right. You're just going to lay over somebody. So that was a little bit weird. Uh, but anyway, so Kobe Bryant gets 8-24, and retired last night. And it really has been interesting why people care so much about Kobe as number 8 and Kobe as number 24. A big deal. I'm with you. 
I mean, what is – and then he gets asked about it last night. He finally gives an answer on it. He goes, you know, if I had to pick one, it would be 24 because I had a, a tougher time and it was a harder uphill battle with 24 and, you know, it wasn't easy and all that stuff. But, I mean, all right, he got both retired. He should have. He's one of the great Lakers of all time. I like the fact that both of them are retired. But you know, the way people breaking it down, like, Eight Kobe was better than twenty four Kobe, but eight Kobe had Shaq. Twenty four Kobe had power. Power was and power was underrated. What? Shut up! Who cares? The man was great in both uniforms with both numbers, and you know, it really didn't bother me that much that they were going up against Golden State. It's a marquee game, but no matter who you put on the court against the Lakers, this version of the Lakers, uh, truly, what percentage chance would you have given them of winning? Uh, I, I like the fact that you had the Warriors in there and and played well, and, and, and exactly they. Played well and and uh, had a chance to win the ball game, but uh, you know it was, uh, the moment it was wasn't even about the opponent. Of course, it was all about Kobe and, and what he was able to uh, accomplish when he was uh, there with the Lakers. So what a phenomenal eating. and and the only player ever in any sport to have two numbers retired. That just tells you what type of career he enjoyed. Yeah, I know that there's people out there that are bigger Jordan guys or bigger LeBron mm-hmm. guys, and you know they. They want to trash Kobe and bring up stuff like, oh, his teammates couldn't stand him, and he had Shaq, and he had Pow. And all. I, I mean, why? Why? I mean, and, and I'm a huge Kobe Bryant guy. I love right, Kobe right. Bryant. Now, here's the deal, though, G. If they can't stand you, what's the reason they can't stand you? There's different variations of not being able to stand a teammate. Is it because he pushed you too hard? Well, it because demanding, that's right? it. Yeah. That's it. He's demanding, and he wanted to win, and he wanted everyone held accountable. So you want that type of teammate. Yeah, and, and I don't get this, well, I'm going to not enjoy someone's career because I want to believe that another player that I like better is better. And, and if you are hating on Kobe and weren't able to enjoy the things he did, I feel bad for you. <sighs> I just I, – I, that that era of Lakers basketball with him, and I was rooting so damn hard for him to get a championship without Shaq because I, I wanted that to be a part of his legacy. ends up getting two without him. And he was just watching him and so aesthetically pleasing to yeah. watch. Oh, just yeah. Oh, he was a freakish. Beautiful player. Freakish. He really athlete. was. Yeah, freakish. And, and I – Grew up disliking the Lakers. I've never been a Lakers fan. And my favorite player growing up was Dr. J. And, and, and But I could still appreciate what Larry Bird was doing. I could appreciate what Magic Johnson was doing with the Lakers, even though I couldn't stand the Lakers, couldn't stand the Celtics. I'm a Sixers fan. And, and, and so you don't have to hate on these other superstars just because uh, your, your guy uh, played during the same era as, as they did and, and, and was as great, if not greater. I became a Michael Jordan uh, fan. A Bulls fan, and and I still hold him uh, as as the top notch as far as me and 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 basketball. Uh, my basketball uh, days, even uh, over Dr. J, as great as he was. So you don't have to try to tear down Kobe Bryant just because uh, you, you believe Michael Jordan was uh, the greatest player of all time. Or Kobe LeBron. Was great. Yeah, or, or LeBron, yeah. Right. I mean, all these guys are amazing to watch, and, and all of them have flaws too. I mean, every single one of them. I just, I, those arguments to me, they drive me nuts. And I, there was very few times that I've been starstruck in sports or otherwise. But 2008, as a producer, went out to an NBA Finals game. It was Game 5 of the 08 Finals. The Lakers were down three games to one to the Celtics and went to Game 5 at the Staples Center. And they won that game. Afterwards, I went to the press conference, watched Kobe 
after the game and then just by chance end up in the bowels of the Staples Center leaving and he's leaving with his wife and kids walking with other media members and happened to be in the elevator with him and it was just like oh my goodness like it was like the coolest thing to be that close to Kobe after he played and won an NBA finals game like that's something I will never ever forget he had that impact on me very few athletes have where I'm stopping I'm watching I'm mm-hmm. rooting I'm, I, 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 I even if it's a team you don't root for yeah. you still take notice well the Knicks have been so bad that that stretch of Laker basketball with Kobe Bryant, because I was such a Kobe fan, filled that void for me mm-hmm. because they were so terrible for so long and still sort of are, but at least it seems like they're turning a corner a little bit. Josh, Ohio, CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Josh. Hey, good morning, guys. I haven't talked to you all for, like, forever. Um, I'm the one that, I think, last year won those shoes that y'all signed. Oh, yeah, the Doug Gottlieb shoes that he left in the yeah. studio. Yeah, that's right. You, yeah. Did you get those shoes? I got them, got them at home, and I still cherish those things because y'all signed them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice, Josh. That's a great story. We appreciate it. I I hate to see you go, Jones. Uh, I, I've been a big fan of y'all both. I listen to you almost every morning as much as I can. Uh, so I hope it works out for you. You know, one Cowboy fan to another. So you never know. Maybe we'll get in and you can celebrate with a Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 that's a, that's well, a thanks. Hope right there. <laughs> thanks, but Josh. I, I gotta, I, Go ahead. I, I got to say, say one thing. Whoever answered the phone, he must be tired of all the good, uh, 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 good luck uh Good luck, farewell things, because I don't know who it was. Is that Bogish or whoever? No, it's, it's, Mike, like, it's Mikey B. Why? What do you do? Mikey B. What do you want? Oh, you want to say goodbye? Okay. I got to give him a hard time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is, that, is that what he did? Oh, oh, what is wrong with you? Oh, yeah, I mean, so grumpy. That, that is ridiculous. <laughs> that really bums me out. And yeah. thanks for letting us out, Josh, and yeah. uh, cherish those sneakers. Why are you so grumpy? Is, is PDB rubbing off on you? I'm not grumpy. I don't know what Josh is talking about. I'm Hello. full of life and energy. You want to say goodbye? Yeah, I mean, okay. somebody, we're not going to, not a lot of people are going to say goodbye. A couple people say goodbye. It's nice. Yeah, I agree. And, and you got, you got, issue, you got issues with that? No, I love it. Oh, All right. There's oh. only one person that can break this tie. Josh, the caller, says that Mikey B was grumpy and didn't want to take any goodbye phone calls. Mikey B says that that was not the case, and Josh is lying. There's only one other person who was privy to that phone call. Yep. That man is Republican Pete, Wrestling Pete, Petey Meats, Pistachio Pete. <laughs> I don't know what else, Pete. Hot dog Pete. Yeah, hot to foot long hot dog Pete. <laughs> Ice fishing Pete. <laughs> Tarp Pete. <laughs> so a Chia Pit Pete. <laughs> not anymore. No. Nope. No. All right. So so what do you got, Pete? What happened? Mike was cordial. He's always cordial with the callers. I, I, I would uh disagree with our caller. Mm, I'm going with the cowboy fan. Okay. I'm going with Josh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got Mike's back. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. But he's lying. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. What you want? Yeah, you're going to say yeah. goodbye. Huh? Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, like Eeyore. <laughs> sure. Can't mm. find my tail. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody else can call, and I'll prove everybody wrong. Okay, sure. 
<laughs> Prove him wrong. Go for it, man. Just like I can host on the 28th, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not listening right now. so mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> oh. Oh, Anything else little... you want to say to him now because he's not yeah. listening? Test it out. See how it works. <laughs> if you're confident he's not listening, go right. ahead. You should eat dinner. <laughs> this is the little stretch where... He doesn't get the show, right? I, I think, of the, the, yeah, why well, is it something you want to get off your chest? No, 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 no. I always say it to him, to the face, <laughs> yeah. right? Come on. Right. <laughs> He's probably calling right now. I can hear you. I can still hear you. All right, coming up next, John Beeson joins us, CBS Sports NFL analyst, former NFL linebacker, and a bogus update. Keep it right here. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Bogish is here. He's got an update. What's happening, Bogish? Guys, as a whole, the Falcons, again, rather unimpressive in Tampa Bay on Monday Night Football, but by himself, Devontae Freeman, very impressive. Ryan under center, tosses Freeman right side, needs a block, gets it, 20, 15, 10, Freeman will walk into the end zone for the Falcon touchdown. West Durham Falcons radio Freeman's 32-yard scamper put Atlanta up 10 in the fourth. They won by three, 24-21 when Patrick Murray pushed a 54-yard field goal wide right as time expired. In the end, head coach Dan Quinn got 194 scrimmage yards from Freeman. He's such a competitive guy, and uh, he really looked like he was you know, feeling it tonight and coming into his own, so uh, it was vintage Freeman for sure. The Falcons now 9-5. and five. They remain one game behind the Saints and Panthers in the NFC South and one game clear of the Lions, Seahawks, and Cowboys for the second wildcard spot The Packers now eliminated from playoff contention. First, he announced plans to sell the team this offseason. Now sexual harassment accusations have forced Jerry Richardson to give up day-to-day control of the Carolina Panthers. Tina Beck named COO, making her one of the highest-ranking women in the league. Panthers linebacker Thomas Davis suspended two games for Sunday's blindside block on Green Bay receiver Devontae Adams. College football, Washington State extending Mike Leach through 2022 He'll reportedly make roughly $4 million annually. Final seconds in Indy last night. The Celtics, down one, prepared to put a pacer on the free throw line. No timeouts here with 9.3 to go. Bogdanovich, same idea. Will trigger the side of the bounce. Looking for Oladipo, fronted by Larkin. Comes inside to Joseph oh. instead. They don't give the foul. It's lobbed across court and stolen by Rozier. He goes in and dunks with the right hand. And the Celtics have the lead. What in the world of Mil Palacio just happened here? Now, to explain that Mil Palacio reference, we welcome in CBS Sports Radio NBA savant Mike. Josh Jackson. <laughs> no, Mike's That's on the, the phone. That's the guy that made that ill-advised pass? He's calling no. the guest right I know, now. And I told him to pay attention to the update. No, I mean, very well, it is there was a pass. There was a steal there at the end. It was just a stupid pass. Right. Bogdanovich made the pass. Right. Milt Palacio. Pay attention to the update, which I was doing. That, that was a reference because Milt Palacio did that to the Nets about 10, 15 years ago. There you go. Peace in there? No. He did it. T- the Celtics yeah. stealing a 112-111 win after trailing by five with 31 <laughs> seconds left. As you boys were just discussing, the Warriors spoiled Kobe Bryant's jersey retirement 116-114 in OT. Kevin Durant hit all four of his shots in extra time, including the tie-breaking Jay with seven seconds left. The Spurs handled the Clippers 109-91. The Thunder snuck past the Nuggets 95-94. The Bulls beat the Sixers 117-115, and the Rockets dropped the Jazz 120-99, pushing their win streak to 14. Two days after a huge win over Notre Dame, Indiana lost at home to Fort Wayne 
And by 20, 92-72, the Mastodons hit 17 threes, matching the most ever from an opponent in Assembly Hall. The Boston Red Sox have re-signed first baseman Mitch Moreland for two years and reportedly $13 million. That ends their chase of free agent first baseman Eric Hosmer. The Boston Bruins blitzed the Blue Jackets 7-2, and the Devils rallied past the Ducks 5-3 to take over first place in the very competitive, as Brian knows, Metropolitan Division. Yeah. Boys. All right, let's talk to John Beeson. John's a former NFL linebacker, now working for CBS Sports. John, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? <laughs> What's going on, Mike? John's not answering. Oh. <laughs> We've had this occur a few times with Gio and Joe. <laughs> Just a few. Well, I mean, it happens a lot of places, but it happens yeah. here more, I guess. It hasn't happened here in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Hasn't it? Well, I guess mm. probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you're right. I can't think of anyone offhand. But if you weren't messing around with the update there, then maybe you would have found this out earlier. And then at that point, we'd have John on the show. He had to hang the phone up, answer the question, couldn't multitask. And I, I hung was... the phone up because it went to voicemail. Mm. I don't know. I can multitask. I don't know. Better than Pete. <laughs> that was unnecessary. That. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did you Why do that? that? That was mean, man. It's Pete's last day working with all of us, and you're slamming the guy. Where's the time to be healthy? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Vincent is in Vermont. He's not John Beeson, but he's Vincent. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's happening, Vince? Hey, guys. Um, just want to let you know, best wishes wherever you guys end up. But I want to make two requests from a fan up here in Vermont. Okay. One, can you replay the Bob Huggins fake interview? <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do that on the last show. There's no and, doubt about it. We'll do that on the 29th. And two, uh, Brian's college infomercial slash movie. Oh, the, you're talking about stepping back? Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. It was a real movie. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, we'll play some of stepping back as well. That, there's not going to be enough hours on the 29th to go back through oh, stuff, man, but but, uh, but those are two two highlights. Hands. We'll do stepping back now. No, no, no. We'll do stepping back that day. Too. Oh, that day too. Yeah, oh, we'll okay. definitely play Damn. some. Stuff. Music <laughs> to my ears. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, thanks, Vince. Vince. We, we appreciate sure. it. And. Uh, Brian is going to be on television. He's going to be there doing your college football stuff. He's going to be on CBS Sports Network. He's going to be on regular CBS. He's yeah. just retiring from dropping the mic radio. Yeah, we'll be doing more of that. Yes. And I'm still going to be doing morning radio. Yeah, which is essentially my dream job next door at WFAN with Boomer Esiason. Moving on up, it'll be Boomer and Geo starting on January second. So this are, is Boomer Esiason. Those mm-hmm. are the places that we will be. So you can find us in, you know, on television, on the radio, and yeah, you're going to be else. both radio I'm and gonna TV. Be, I'm going to be both. That's mm-hmm. right. So I'm yes. here for my one fifteen appointment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> See, this is my non-threatening voice. So you should give me the damn job. Well, John Beeson's here for his seven twenty-five Eastern appointment. Is he That's late? Right. Late, late. I told you they always late. Who's that? the ones that went to the U. Former, you know who? former you, linebackers? No, they. Oh, okay. Always late. Can't trust them. Yeah, I'm going to lay out of this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, <laughs> who's, 
<laughs> hey, John, what's happening, man? Can you hear us? What'd you say? I said daughters do that to you. Babies oh. do that to you. Oh, you're going to blame it on the baby now. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Come oh, on. Oh. Of course. Yeah, I'm looking forward to using that excuse. I got to be honest with you. My wife is is pregnant. We're going to have our first child in February, mm-hmm. and I cannot oh, yeah. I cannot wait to use that. Sorry, the baby, the Throw baby, up on me. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, so many things I want to get out of. You got five months of not sleeping. Well, Seriously. now your phone's terrible, yeah. John. Put him on hold. You are get... on the baby's phone. <laughs> Put him on. He's using the baby monitor. Yeah. To make what spondeth? To make a phone call. Um, but he goes, you got five months of not sleeping. I've had about eight years of not sleeping, so I think I'll be okay. You're used to do. Yeah, I, I told, I, I said to my wife, I'm using those Bose noise-canceling headphones, and I'm sleeping during the night. Mm. You want, I got the day shift when I get home. I'm sleeping during the there night. There you go. Uh, all right, John, you back? I'm here. All right, very good. Um, so let's uh, let's get to this Thomas Davis suspension. What did you think of that hit, and did you think that two games uh, suspended was a uh, justice in that particular case? Well, I, I think um, you know it's simple. We're talking about children. When you when you discipline somebody, you just want it to be fair. You know, I have a sibling. You wanted to to, to kind of look the same. Um, I'd say first off, I think. You know, Thomas' personality, who he is, how he plays, the person he is, man of the year. Um, I think we know that he's not a dirty player. I'd say that first off. He is old school. He's been around for a long time. The game has changed. Um, but I know that he was fined close to $50,000 earlier for, for a crackback hit. In my personal opinion, I think that he's trying to take his helmet out. I think he is trying to lead with, with, his, with his shoulder pad. But, I mean, he He's a hitter. That's that's that's, that's the game. I think he, I think he immediately felt bad about it, and I think everyone's in uproar because of what happened with with Rob Gronkowski. I mean, to me, as as long as I've been around the game, and I don't anticipate seeing something as egregious as what happened with Rob, for him to get one game was is mind boggling to me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the primetime game against the the, uh, the Steelers. I have no idea, but I will tell you this: there is. This is clear cut. This is not fair, and this is what the league has been. They they do a horrible job of, you know, dishing out punishment, and um, you know something needs to happen. And at the end of the day, this is a football move, and what Robert did was was gutless. It was cowardless. It was, you know, it, it's it was bad. It was it was that bad. And I know that that's the reaction from players because someone pulls your jersey, you got frustrated because. You get held every play. I mean, I don't. I don't understand. So um, that's that's the way I see it. Um, I, I I know that you know it's going to reduce to one game because of it, but it's still it's not on par. It's not even close. I, I, we're all in accord as far as uh, Rod uh, Gronkowski and uh, the punishment that was meted out. Uh, that that definitely wasn't severe enough. So uh, I, I'm with you there. Now you just transitioned out of the game a couple of years ago. How difficult was it for you? Because all these rules that are in place now and the league being proactive about taking the headshots out of the game. And as I stated earlier, hey, we're conditioned to go and try to inflict pain on your opponent. How difficult would it be for you now to adjust how you played under these current rules? Well, I, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you're saying yourself like, at some point, 
somebody's got to be smart enough and say that the changes in the rules are actually making the game more dangerous. And I'll, I'll say this. You know, we, we had this big push in Little League football called heads up football. And that's true. That's exactly how it's taught. Heads up means see what you hit. Okay? Now, if the, if the spine is perfectly aligned, right, like when we squat, right, when we squat, your, your spine's perfectly aligned, we can put a lot of weight on our back if we're strong enough. You squat, boom, you rack it. But we don't we don't squat from our from our from our head up. I mean, we we started our shoulders. So once you start to turn your head, I mean, taking your head out of football, don't leave with your helmet. Use your shoulder. Now your 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 spine is actually curved. And even when you when you lift weights, if you look down when you squat, you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. If you look to the right, you're gonna hurt yourself. So if your spine is perfectly aligned, you see what you hit. In the case of Brian Chase here. It's two things that he did wrong. First off, he was trying to lower his target, so he didn't see what he, what he hit. Because I know that on a crossing route versus cover three, it's a kill shot for a linebacker. Mm-hmm. It is a kill shot. And he lunged because he wasn't trying to hit him too hard as opposed to running through the tackle. And finally, somebody said it. Um, Coach Gruden last night during the Monday night game said, Hey, you know what? They need to start finding some of these quarterbacks because the, the bang eights, those seam routes, uh, those crossing routes in cover three, those swing routes, um, I'm sorry, in cover two, you don't throw those because you're going to get your guy killed. You're going to get killed. When they started to change the rules, guys would roll around, literally roll around, get the flag because they look like they're hurt, and then they get up and then they would, on offense they would high-five each other. Because they got a 15-yard penalty, like yeah, okay, we got a first down. It became that, and now today, I'm just saying more defensive guys are going to get hurt because they're putting their spine in, in a position that is going to cause more injury. Heads up, football is the way you play. You lead with your helmet, you stay aligned, and that's 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 the game. Geo and Jones and John Beeson across the country on CBS Sports Radio. It was Cameron Braid, Winston DeBrait, and then Ricardo Allen came in with his shoulder. The ball was thrown low, and Braid had to lower his target area. And even though Ricardo Allen came in with his shoulder, he still ended up making contact with the head and still got a 15-yard penalty after a discussion. And what scares me about that is... Now, I thought Ricardo Allen did everything he could have possibly done to do the right, right thing in that situation. Now what happens if they introduce this targeting rule that you have in college football and then they go back and look at that and they still see Ricardo Allen making contact with the helmet when he's trying desperately not to and he gets thrown out of a football game, a crucial one in December. Yeah, and, and you just don't have the player, the players to do it. Um, I think it's already hard enough on these officials I mean, they, they, they completely botched uh, the, the, the game with uh, with Pittsburgh on the uh, Jesse James touchdown. And you see what happens when, when Brake saw the hit coming. It's a natural reaction. They cover up. So now he goes from being a 6'5 guy to being a 5'7 guy because he's balling up. He's, prote- he's protecting himself. He's not giving himself up. And that's what happens. They go up for the ball. Here comes, here comes a safety because it's usually the safeties, and all of a sudden the, the target area is smaller as they protect themselves, and you have the helmet to helmet. It's, 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 it's virtually impossible. They're trying. 
they're trying. Yeah. But guys, guys getting hurt. You know, it's it's just one of those things. Yeah, you've already identified the target, and now you're you're heading into that contact, and all of a sudden, split second, you've got to alter uh, your 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 target area, and, and that's just so hard to do. I don't care how athletic you are, and and yet uh, they're not accounting for that when they they uh, assess these penalties. Let me ask you about the Panthers. You played the majority of your career there with the Carolina Panthers, and I Correct. was suggesting to the guys earlier today. Uh, that stuff, whatever's happening up top, it's usually news of it, rumors of it, whatever you, however you want to characterize it, it trickles down to everyone in that locker room. You, you hear this, you hear that, you may dismiss it or whatever you, what have you, but you hear those things. Uh, would you would agree with that? Because we've been discussing this Jerry Richardson situation, and maybe mm-hmm. you can shed some light on it from your time there. Yeah, so you know, I'll I'll say this: I was there for almost seven years. Um, I did have a, a good relationship with, with Big Cat. And I would say that when I read the SI article, first off, I heard all I heard was he was selling the team. And then I was like, what? That's his baby. You know, I know that this guy is, you know, he's fast-tracked trying to win a Super Bowl prior to, to leaving this earth. That was kind of his thing, especially after the heart transplant, which I was there for that also. Um, I would I would say this. it Everything was news to me except for um, the sense of how much power he commanded in the room when he walked in, how people treated him throughout the stadium. And it was like, you know, it was almost like this, this, this sense of like, it's, you know, it's a South, people have a lot of respect, but like literally you, you felt like you, you were uh, walking on eggshells. Um, and then I would say to, to his personality, now knowing – you know, in terms of what what people would, would consider harassment, um, him and I did have um, dialogue where we would crack jokes. You know, one time I was I was um, I was missing OTA practice to the um, calcification of a sesamoid. is like a a little bone in your in your big toe. It's like the size of an Eminem. So the the calcification that was up against it was like literally you couldn't even find it on the X ray, but it was like the size of like a little pinhole. And it was painful, so I wasn't practicing. So when he when he went into the trainer's office, he saw uh, Ryan Vermeer, and he saw um, an X-ray that had my name on it and had a little dot circled, and they showed it to me. This is what the problem is. So he comes and he's laughing, and he, and he you know, in so many words, he, he called me soft. And then you know, I immediately went to say that his his chicken sucked, Bojangles' chicken sucked, and his sweet tea sucked. So we had that kind of conversation. Some people might say, "Oh, well, he, he offended you," but you know that was that was that was our relationship. Um, and for me, trying to get a grasp of what's going on in the situation, saying to myself, "Well, you know, people are going to take things the the wrong way," and then you read the story, and you're just floored. Um, you know, the comments of um, people referring to him as just Mister. Um, you know what he would do in terms of getting um, female employees along and all uh, It's just I, my jaw literally dropped, literally dropped. And you, you, you want to have an opinion one way or the other. Um, but under, from, from my perspective uh, with, with Big Cat, um, my best memory um, is I had my first surgery. I tore my Achilles. I was the first case, 7 a.m. I had to get there at 5.30 in the morning in the hospital and big cat comes slowly into my, 
into the uh, the, the the hospital where I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to, to go in. And my mom was there. He asked my mom, could she step aside for a second? She just switched chairs. He sat down. They gave me anesthesia. He was holding my my head. I mean, it was it was a wild moment for me. I never knew that that's how he 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 felt about me. But that's that's the big cat that I knew. Now, like you said, things trickle down the building. You assume you would you would know, but you know we didn't go we didn't go upstairs unless you were kind of in trouble or something. Guys didn't go didn't go upstairs, man. I mean, I, I, I would say that. So, um, you know, when you when you hear the allegations. And the fact that it was, you know, it was multiple times, it's just, it, it, it crushes you because you have an opinion of somebody and, and you just, you just never know. Hey, John, really good stuff there. We appreciate you sharing those stories. Thanks for the time this morning and all the best. No problem. Have a good one. Thanks, man. You too. That's yep. John Beeson, former NFL linebacker. And that's what I was bringing up before is, you know, it's tough in, in not just Jerry Richardson's case, but many others mm-hmm. that, not one series of events or acts can define an entire person. Right. So I remember during the Matt Lauer stuff, you saw how upset his colleagues were, ones that obviously weren't affected by his disgusting behavior right. that were saying this is really tough for me to deal with because the guy that I knew was not that person. You heard that with John Beeson right now. Right, and, and, and in any situation, you, you have what – your interactions were, your personal interactions were with that person, and you didn't see this other uh, more, uh, let's say, uh, uh, disgusting, I'll use the word that you use, uh, behavior. You didn't witness it. So all you have to go on is what your interactions were. And this guy had a double life or this lady had a double life, and that part of her I didn't, or him I didn't get to see. I only saw this portion of the person. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult situation. It's 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 uh, troublesome uh, for everyone that's involved, and especially those who hold Big Cat in high regard. What's worse, being called Big Cat or being called Mister? Because hmm. both are kind of stomach turning. Really, Big Cat is? I don't know. Big Cat's not stomach turning. Mister is. You're a seventy something year old. Big cat, big cat. Yeah, no, that's. I have no problem with big cat. I mean, Andre Galarraga, maybe the big cat. Jerry oh, Richardson. Look at you going back. Jerry Richardson, Andre's not Galarraga. the big cat. Yes, he was. He started the Panthers. He's big in, cat. He's not a grande gato. He's a grande gato. You got to be able to move like a cat to be the well, big cat. Well, he was the big cat because he's big cats had some big money and brought a franchise, NFL franchise All to right, Charlotte. Fine. That's why he's the big cat. What's your name? What's your uh, big big mic? <laughs> like a microphone? <laughs> uh, never mind. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Sort of self serving to take phone calls about people saying that they're going to miss the show, but. We've only, I mean, we've only been on three years. We like need that, man. We have low self-esteem. A hundred years. Yeah. You know, if we were on for decades, I'd say, okay, let's do it. But we haven't been on decades. We, we did a lot in three years. But I still want to hear from these nice people. Right. Is that okay? I just said we have low self-esteem. We need this. Josh in Pennsylvania, CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Josh? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, Josh. What's on your mind, man? Hey, I just want to thank you guys so much. Been listening for all three years, and uh, you know, I get up every morning to go to work, and you guys have me in tears. 
I'm going to be uh, my girlfriend's moving in with me, and I told her that you, I, you guys would have to, uh, or she'd have to deal with you guys every morning. But uh, turns out she's moving in the day after you guys are done. Oh, oh man, she, she fixed that, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yep, got a two bedroom. You know, being like Jonesy and keeping her in the other bedroom. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. You've learned something from us as well. Oh, we appreciate that, Josh. It means a lot to us. Thank you. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you guys on your new adventures, and uh, take care. All right. You, you too, Josh. My new adventure, sleep. <laughs> that is funny that he warned his girlfriend. Yeah. He's going to have to deal with us. That's it, man. Every morning. That, that's, a, that's our third Josh today as well. Keeping count. Sean in Topeka, Kansas on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Sean. Hey, guys. I just want to tell you, I've been listening to morning radio, waking up since I was a teenager, and that goes back over 35 years. And you guys are just the best show I've ever had. I'm I'm really going to miss you. Uh, Brian, I used to call you guys on the Mojo Show a few times. And... Um, Greg, you just have a special way of bringing out the best in Brian that has just been great. And I want to wish you and your goofy wife uh, the very best. I remember all the stories of your wife. And I remember back in the very beginning, you told us all she thought Paris was a country. And that was your sign, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what? That is amazing that you remember that, Sean. And thanks for those kinds of kind words. That's some of the nicest stuff anybody's ever said to us. That was pretty cool. That is cool, man. You've yeah. been listening to that long, and we sit on top of that mountain. That's sweet. Yeah. So, all right. And he's right. You do pull out the worst in me. Yep. Get me in trouble. I like this. I like taking these phone calls. It's nice. It's cool. Listen, I'm, I'm glad it resonates. I'm fully aware how self-serving it is. Fully aware. Trust me. I know how. I, I mean, I'm. I have a. Uh, the, the self awareness meter is going off, but I'm still I'm still going this way. I'm still I, why not? You know, well, it's not, I mean it's been three years, three and years. You can do a lot in three years. Yeah, but I mean it's not been. Why hasn't been thirty? But three a lot can happen. Yeah, just pat yourself on the back. That's not right. Why really? is it not right? Ah, it's oh, just, you can't enjoy a damn thing. Oh, I can. I just that's don't. not right. But are we doing the best job for our listeners by? Sitting here and taking these phone yes, calls. Yes, they're calling us. Nobody's forcing them to pick up the phone. No, phones. those are the callers. Listeners are different. Oh, shut. No, it is Boy. true. It's true. A listener can become a caller. Caller was a listener. Hmm. Something. Let's go to Paris. <laughs> Never been to that country. <laughs> CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.